Hello and welcome to the Swen Stephens Audio Experience. Today I've got a daily devotional for you. I hope that it's going to help you in your walk with God today and inspire you to follow Him every day. Thank you for listening. Good evening. Great to be with you guys. And can you believe it? It is the 30th of January today, and we have made it almost the whole of January together uh, doing daily devotions almost every day. And so just keep up your consistency, spending time with God, connecting with Him through His Word, through prayer. And I know what's going to happen that if you can stick to this and if we can keep going. Uh, our relationship with God is going to be stronger, it's going to be healthier, and we're going to have way more margin for life. And so we, and we're going to become more like Jesus in the process if we put this into, into application. And that's what the real goal is. And so I'm hoping that what we're doing through these online and audio and all these things, through the videos and audio podcasts, that what, we're happen- what is happening is hopefully a, a desire to get more of God's Word in us is happening and that um, that this isn't the main meal, but you go have a main meal and, and rather spend more time with God in the scriptures by yourself than even on here. But but I'm so glad that you are here, you're watching, you're listening, and today we're going to be doing a short reading and um, my devotional thought of what stands out to me. And we're going to be looking at Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 to 3 to 28, and then going to pray at the end. So it's going to take this quick moment to invite the Lord to lead us and guide us. And so, Father, thank you so much for your presence. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your word, God, your word that is a a light into our path. Thank you, Lord, for your word, because it's your word that you lead us and you guide us. And Holy Spirit, ask that you would uh, illuminate the scriptures that you want us to lean into and listen to today. So I pray that you would lead us and guide us and drop your word into our hearts as we read. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Cool. So I'm going to read and, and then give you some thoughts of what stood out to me from, uh, from today's passage. So Matthew 20, verse 1 through to 28. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early one morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay the normal daily wage and sent them out to work. At nine o'clock in the morning, he was passing through the marketplace and saw some people standing around doing nothing. So he hired them, telling them he would pay whatever was right at the end of the day. So they went to work in the vineyard. At noon and again at three o'clock, he did the same thing. At five o'clock that afternoon, he was in town again and he saw some more people standing around. He asked them, why haven't you been working today? They replied, because no one hired us. The landowner landowner told them, then go out and join the others in my vineyard. That evening, he told the foreman to call the workers in and pay them, beginning with the last workers first. When those hired at five o'clock were paid, each received a full day's wage. When those hired first came to get their pay, they assumed they would receive more, but they too were paid a day's wage. When they received their pay, they protested to the owner, The people worked only one hour, and yet you've paid them just as much as you paid us, who worked all day in the scorching heat. He answered one of them, Friend, I haven't been unfair. Didn't you agree to work all day for the usual wage? Take your money and go. I wanted to pay this last worker the same as you. Is it against the law for me to do what I want with my money? 
shouldn't you be jealous shouldn't you be jealous i mean sorry should you be jealous because i am kind to others so those who are last now will be first then and those who are first will be last as jesus was going up to jerusalem he took the 12 disciples aside privately and told them what was going to happen to him listen he said we're going up to jerusalem where the son of man will be betrayed to the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. They will sentence him to die. Then they will hand him over to the Romans to be mocked, flogged with a whip, and crucified. But on the third day he will be raised from the dead. Then the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus with her sons. She knelt respectfully to ask a favor. What is your request? he asked. She replied, in your kingdom, Please let my two sons sit in places of honor next to you, one on your right and the other on your left. But as Jesus answered, and but Jesus answered by saying to them, You don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering I am about to drink? Oh yes, they replied, we are able. Jesus told them, You will indeed drink from the bitter cup. But I have no right to say who will sit on my right or my left. My father has prepared those places for the ones he has chosen. When the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. But Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers in this world lorded over, over their people, and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and give his life as a ransom for many. Again, just thank you, Lord, for your word. You know, this 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 part of Scripture is actually connecting to the previous um, part, um, which we read you know, on Friday, which would have been the previous episode to this one. And Jesus was there. He was saying, you know, that those who are lost will be first and those who are first will be lost. And so he connects this parable to their teaching. And then there's a few things in, in, in between there where, you know, James and John's mom comes and asks for like a special promotion for her boys. And I think that's pretty fun, funny and just the, I don't know, the audacity of moms to ask for crazy things for their children. I think that's that's pretty cool. Um, and Jesus also tells his disciples, hey, I'm about to, I'm actually about to be crucified. And I, I wonder if they were thinking, oh, this is another parable, like this isn't really going to happen. And then Jesus uses the, sort of those parables to teach his disciples directly through them wanting to grab power in a sense, through James and John wanting to ascend to a higher level than the others. Jesus uses that same sort of parable and it connects to his teachings that those who will be first will be last and those who will be last will be first. And he's really teaching them, you know, it's not about achieving first place. It's actually about being last. And I'll, I'll unpack that now. It's not saying like lose your ambition or lose desires to do great things. It's, it's none of that. He's rather saying the kingdom is an upside down kingdom. Those who think they will be first will actually be last. And those who think they will be lost may actually be first because they weren't doing it out of self-promotion. They're not doing it 
to to seek something amazing for themselves they're actually seeking something amazing for others and so jesus tells his disciples very directly that the rulers of this world many employers or or many governmental leaders uh, many people in society when they when they attain positions of um, of influence they do it for themselves and they let the people that they lead or govern keep them low and make sure that they know that they're in charge and that the people under them are their servants or are there for their life. And so Jesus is like, they will lord it over them. But among his people, among his disciples, it needs to be different and it will be different. And it will be different in this way. It will be different that... Actually, if you want to be the leader, if you want to ascend, to position, ascend, in a sense, to positions of influence where you have great impact in the lives of other people, it's not about lording it over them. It's not about standing above them. It's actually about serving them. It's about humbling ourselves to serve them. And so Jesus is, is, is really signaling his upside-down kingdom. That if you want to be great in the kingdom of heaven, Learn how to serve people in the kingdom of heaven. If you want to lead, learn. make sure that you know how to serve people. Because if you can be a great servant, you can be a great leader because you're using your influence and power for other people's lives to get better, other people to grow and become more like Jesus, other people to get promotions, other people to win at business, other people to win in their lives, other people to be blessed. And through that, Though you are putting other people ahead of yourself, it's actually in that that you yourself will gain greatness, significance, eternal rewards. Because in the way of the kingdom, the first is last and the last is first. You see all throughout, even on the Old Testament, the younger brother would lead the older brother, even though that wasn't culturally the way it was happening. And today there's like many books being written on like servant leadership and and all that. And those are all great. But actually just the way of the kingdom is the way of a servant. And Jesus was saying to them here, hey, even the son of man, even Jesus, even our king, our Lord, the one who sits on the throne of heaven, he came to serve us because we needed salvation. And the way to serve us was actually by going to the cross. So he served us. He didn't come to be served by us, even though he is worthy of us to surrender our lives to serve him. And so what we do is we serve him willingly, but he never demanded that when he came. He came to to serve, not to be served, so that he could show us how to attain like greatness in his kingdom. And so the life of a believer is a life of service. It's not a life of like you know, of, how can I say, victory just for myself. All of our victory is actually for others, and in that we find victory for ourselves as well. It's seeking greatness for others, not just for ourselves. And so the great, the great thing that stands out to me is never to get caught up in our own good news. You know, sometimes we can see great victory in areas, we can see great growth in areas, and those are all to be celebrated, and I want that for everybody. But sometimes they can get to our head and we can take the applause and we can take the criticism to heart. Was it let the applause get to our head and the criticism get to our heart? And what we should really do is go, you know what? 
I'm here to serve other people with as much as I can. And so if I get a bigger platform in my life and bigger a promotion or that, let that be for the betterment of other people. And in that way, we'll actually be serving Jesus well. And our rewards in heaven, our eternal rewards, our destiny will be met with, with just yeah, significance and greatness. And so let's never forget that we're here to serve people. And so I hope that would encourage you that, that wherever you're at, your workplace, look for breakthrough for other people. In your family, how can you serve your wife or your husband better? How can you actually serve your kids? Uh, how can you serve in your friendships? How can you serve in your church? How can you um, serve people you don't know? How can you be generous to people you don't know? All these things are the way of the kingdom. And in that, you'll be storing for yourselves great treasure in heaven. Let me pray for us. I think it's a great place. Father, just thank you so much for your word. And Father, we want to repent of times where we allow ourselves to want to be served. It's a very normal and natural human desire and feeling. But Lord, that's not the way of your kingdom. Your kingdom is about putting other people ahead of ourselves. It's about serving others. And the, the road to greatness is through service. So, Father, I pray that you'd help us to remember that. Help us to open doors for other people. Help us to lift other people up. Help us to celebrate other people's wins and other people's stories. And, Father, I pray that through the Holy Spirit, you'll give us the capacity to do this. We ask for your grace and your favor on us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, thanks so much uh, for being online, for listening to this later on. I hope you have a wonderful day ahead, and God bless you, and I'll see you again soon. Thank you for taking time to listen to this daily devotional. I honestly hope that it has been helpful to you. And listen, if it has been, would you consider subscribing uh, to the podcast and maybe sharing this episode if you think there is someone else in your life that it could benefit? Um, But yeah, I wish you all the best today. Have an awesome one.